Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Crystal Knight and welcome back to the show brought to you by Newsweek. I am so excited to bring you this week's episode. I have been waiting almost two weeks to talk about this. And we are talking about the Tennessee Three. Nearly two weeks ago, I went to Nashville to celebrate a women's history brunch. I'm from Tennessee and a lot of my friends in Tennessee are elected officials. Just so happens women and men. But I was there for a women's event. But that day, the day that I was in Nashville, I went to the state capitol, into the Senate chambers to watch women from all across the state be honored. But what was happening in the House chambers was a protest, a protest that was happening after the Covenant shooting in Nashville the same week. So Monday, a shooting happened at Covenant School And six individuals were killed. Three of them were children. And three state representatives, Justin Pearson from Memphis, which is Shelby County, Justin Jones, which is Nashville, which is Davidson County, and Gloria Johnson, which represents Knoxville, which is Knox County. The three of them went to the well of the House chamber. And you may say, well, Crystal, what is the well? The well is where you go up to speak. If you're a state representative, you have a podium and a a microphone at your respective desk. But if you're speaking before the body, you go up to the well. Well, throughout the hearing that day, um, Justin Pearson and Justin Jones were being silenced by the Tennessee House Speaker Cameron Sexton. Every time they got up to state opinions or questions about a respective bill, they also spoke about gun violence. And because they were speaking out about gun violence, they were not on topic of whatever bill that they were covering during that particular session. Well, the speaker said that they needed to stay on topic and eventually he cut off their mics. And so when he cut off their mics at some point, They both marched up to the well. Gloria Johnson joined them and they began speaking at the microphone at the well. And almost immediately, the Speaker of the House cut off the microphone at the well. Well, unbeknown to anyone, Justin Jones had a bullhorn and he began to speak about gun violence. And let me also just set the scene for you. When I arrived at the state capitol, There were thousands of people, thousands of students and parents because six people had just been killed that Monday. So I'm there three, four days later, and there's this massive protest happening outside. When I actually get onto the Senate and House chambers floor, there are people chanting as I'm exiting the elevator. Also, in the gallery of the House, people are packed inside of there all supporting the gun violence victims 
and survivors. And so when Justin Jones and Justin Pearson and Gloria Johnson go to the well on the House floor, they are protesting because their mics have been cut off. They have been silenced and people are outside protesting about gun violence and the Tennessee legislature, which is led by Republicans in a super majority, refused to do something about gun violence. Well, after that defiance of decorum, as it's now being called a week later. So last Thursday, a vote was held to expel the three of them. And they've now become the Tennessee three and the Tennessee three have been expelled because they defied quorum. The vote that took place last Thursday, the first person that was up was Justin Jones. And Justin had some powerful words about why we arrived at this point of expulsion. Let's talk about expulsion. For years, one of your colleagues who was an admitted child molester sat in this chamber. No expulsion. One member sits in this chamber who was found guilty of domestic violence. No expulsion. We had a former speaker sit in this chamber who is now under federal investigation. No expulsion. We have a member still under federal investigation. No expulsion. We had a member pee in another member's chair in this chamber. No expulsion. In fact, they're in leadership in the, in the governor's administration. And so once again, what you're saying to us since you're trying to put us on trial, I'll say what you're really putting on trial is the state of Tennessee. What you're really showing for the world is holding up a mirror. So you just heard from Justin Jones. He's speaking about his expulsion. Ultimately, he was expelled. Then we hear from Gloria Johnson, who is the second person that is up for expulsion. You're silencing the voice of 70,000 Tennesseans that sent me here, that care deeply about gun violence and Medicaid expansion and public schools. And we are continually silenced on the floor on those issues and more. Thankfully, Gloria was saved. And what's being lost in the narrative is that Gloria was saved by one single vote. One vote allowed her to keep her seat. But the final person who was up for expulsion was Justin Pearson. And I want to play for you Another powerful speech by Justin Pearson and what he said. To expel District 86's representation from this house in a country that was built on a protest. In a country that was built on a protest. You who celebrate July 4th, 1776. Hot fireworks and eat hot dogs. You say to protest is wrong because you spoke out of turn, because you spoke up for people who are marginalized. You spoke up for children who won't ever be able to speak again. You spoke up for parents who don't want to live in fear. You spoke up for, for, for Larry Thorne who was murdered by gun violence. You spoke up for people that we don't want to care about in a country built on people who speak out of turn, who spoke out of turn, who fought out of turn to build a nation. I come from a long line of people who have resisted. And ultimately, Justin was also expelled. Now, Justin Pearson did not receive as many votes for expulsion as Justin Jones, 
But that really doesn't matter. They were both expelled from the house. Now, you may say, well, Crystal, what does expulsion mean? It means that you're immediately cut off. You've lost your job. It is the equivalent of being fired, escorted out, email cut off, benefits cut off, access to your um, legislative aid, access to the building, to your office. All of those things are immediately wiped out. Actually, Justin Jones has stated that his badge was cut off even before they held the expulsion vote. Well, fast forward, we're almost a week later and a vote was held on Monday of this week by the Nashville Metro Council to reinstate Justin Jones. So once Justin was expelled, it then goes to the respective county where that representative lives. And so it went to Nashville, to the Nashville Metro Council, because Justin represents, he's a part of that particular district, and they voted unanimously, 40 to zero, to put him back in his seat temporarily. That means he gets to go back into the state house, he gets access back to all the things that he did as a state representative, but he still has to run for re-election in a special election That will happen at some point over the summer when the governor announces the special election. Also, Justin Pearson was reappointed back to his seat on Wednesday of this week by the Shelby County commissioners. So, again, it goes back to your respective county. They get to make the decision about whom should we appoint to temporarily fill a vacancy. Well, because the Tennessee House expelled him, meaning Justin Pearson, The Shelby County Commission voted to put him back in his own seat temporarily. And he, too, will go back through a um, special election that will be designated by the governor at some point this summer. But the thing that's being lost here and I can't wait, I've been waiting for the opportunity to speak to both Justins. And I know that they are bombarded and busy, booked and busy um, amidst all of this national attention that has happened around this particular issue. But the thing that's interesting is that the representative who represents the Covenant District, where the shooting happened two weeks ago in Nashville, that representative has not spoken up. And his name is Bob Freeman. He's a Democrat. And I feel like I've heard little to nothing from him at all. And I commend the courage, the tenacity of Justin Jones, Justin Pearson and Gloria Johnson Because they decided that they just didn't give a F anymore about what the Tennessee GOP was doing, which was literally just scooting it under the rug about the victims of gun violence. That's how this all started. But ultimately, it ended in two black young state representatives, the youngest right now in this in the House being expelled. And there have been so many calls about what this looks like. Racism. I'll just say it. That's what it is. That's what it looks like. That's what it feels like. Silencing, trying to disenfranchise the voters of Knoxville, of Nashville, of Memphis in the respective districts where these three people represent. But ultimately, they had five days of silence, five days of non-representation because the House Speaker decided that he and others would expel their voice. Because when you expel a sitting state representative, you're not just expelling that particular member, you're expelling the voice, the vote for the people who put them in those seats. And I am so thankful that the voters of those respective districts are fighting for them. 
planning to reelect them and that the Metro Council in Nashville and the County Commission in Shelby County in Memphis decided to do the right thing and put them back in their seats. These are the things that Republicans do and that they miscalculate all the time. I want to play for you a clip of what Justin Pearson said in Memphis after he was reinstated. We go to church. These false solutions that they are advocating will not help or save anybody. But a movement is rising. A movement is rising. See, they tried to kill democracy. They tried to expel the people's choice and the people's vote. And they awakened a sleeping giant. So basically, Justin Pearson said, you tried to expel our voice, but you couldn't do it. You tried to make sure that voters did not have representation in District 86, but the people have spoken otherwise. And this is a lesson for Republicans all across the United States of America. Oftentimes what happens in states and state houses begins to trickle into other states. I absolutely foresee this type of action being either attempted or taken in another state that is run by a majority of Republicans. Because what Republicans in Tennessee ultimately said and tried to do is, you are my political opponent. You broke decorum, and so I am going to fire you. But Justin Jones reminded us during his expulsion speech, that worse has been done. Worse in the state of Tennessee has been done. Let's talk about expulsion. For years, one of your colleagues who was an admitted child molester sat in this chamber. No expulsion. One member sits in this chamber who was found guilty of domestic violence. No expulsion. We had a former speaker sit in this chamber who is now under federal investigation. No expulsion. We have a member still under federal investigation. No expulsion. We had a member pee in another member's chair in this chamber. No expulsion. So basically, the Tennessee GOP are hypocrites. They thought that they could get away with peeing on someone's chair being accused of child molestation, lying, and they could keep their seats. They could remain in office. But going up to a well, speaking with a bullhorn was akin to being an insurrectionist. 
it was akin to what happened on January the 6th, 2021. And the people of Nashville and of Memphis spoke and said, absolutely not. They deserve Pearson and Jones deserves to be seated because they were duly elected. And I am so glad as a native Memphian and someone who has lived in Nashville and just a Tennessean that there is still fight in Tennessee. Oftentimes I have felt like, man, it is so defeating to live in a state where Republicans are in the supermajority, where they literally do not need a single Democratic vote to get anything passed. But this right here, this this expulsion, it has shown a light on the hypocrisy, on the nastiness, the pettiness that exists within the Tennessee GOP led by Speaker Cameron Sexton. Both Pearson and Jones have now called for him to be expelled, not only for this particular act, But also, he hasn't lived in his respective district, which is Crossville, Tennessee, in God knows how long. Also, the Tennessee Senate Democrats have launched an investigation around this expulsion, the expulsion hearings, rather, why they were even expelled. Because what we ultimately know is that it was all just pettiness and it was all political, you know, maneuvering, attempting to silence two minority Black men for speaking out against gun violence and for speaking out against house rules. Basically, the Tennessee House GOP said, how dare you? How dare you have the audacity to challenge me? That's ultimately what they said. But I am so glad that they spoke up and that they are still fighting Because while you can expel people for a few days, you cannot expel the voices of hundreds of thousands of Tennesseans who sent those people to the state capitol to be their voice, to represent their district and bring back the best that they can from the state capitol. And so I hope that there's part two to this particular episode. I am still waiting to hear from Pearson and Jones directly and I will bring them right here on this show I know Justin Jones personally I know Gloria Johnson personally because I've done the work in my home state and I am so excited to say and and know them and I'm excited about this story because this is a story of resiliency this is a story of fighting back against the threat of dismantling democracy and these are the stories that need to be highlighted over and over and Republicans have to be reminded over and over that you cannot continue business as usual. You cannot continue to try to silence people's voices because you do not like them. That is not how politics works. That is not what democracy is. If we begin expelling the voices of all of our opponents, we will never have anything close to a democracy in this country. And so if you're listening to this I hope that you're leaving this conversation, this episode, knowing that I am standing with both Justins. I am standing with Gloria Johnson because we need more Democrats in this country who are willing to risk expulsion, willing to risk embarrassment, fighting for righteous indignation if we want anything done. And I know that there are going to be people who say, well, what about this? Or what about that? Or I don't like the way they did that or what, you know, all those things. But until somebody is willing to actually give a damn, 
we will continue to have a very moderate do nothing democracy. But this is the do something Gen Z democracy that we're seeing right now. And I am inspired. I am fired up and I'm ready for more of this to happen across this country. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Crystal Night Show brought to you by Newsweek. The best way you can support us is to give your five-star review on Apple iTunes and be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to your favorite podcast to The Crystal Night Show. After being a staple in American media for over 90 years, Newsweek now brings you an exceptional lineup of podcasts. The debate. They'll recognize how these policies aren't working. They'll feel the pain and they'll change their behavior. The Josh Hammer Show. Restore the principles and the political paradigms of the American founding. The Crystal Knight Show. Just because officers are black doesn't mean that the policing system still isn't inherently racist. Fast women. Chevy's actually doing really well and Honda's really not. Wow. (laughs) It's like the opposite of most people's perception of them. It is. The parting shot. Every year when the new nominations are announced, I get this excited, nostalgic feeling and it brings out that little kid in me who just loved movies. The Royal Report. Harry and Meghan's head of comms has announced they now move forward to their kind of future outside the royal family. Newsweek Podcasts. New episodes drop weekly. Download or listen now at Newsweek.com or wherever you get your podcasts.